My tweakers will play on so grass and dirt. But turn down the volume on Dick and Bird. Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! St. Paul admitting the law and life and hitting rock bottom. Drugs in the ex-wife! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck! Welcome to this thing we call Minnesota Foul Play-By-Play, a special for the ladies edition of Minnesota Foul Play-By-Play, celebrating the ladies and women's sports. Uh, I'm Anthony Barriano, your host. I'm joined by the brothers Haas, Michael and Bradley. Mike, how's your bod? Where were you yesterday, man? I got stuck working late, and then there's a bar right across from where I work, so I decided to go have a drink. Oh, so you blew us off to get drunk after work. All right, I see how it is. Bradley, thank you for joining me yesterday uh, to discuss, uh, you know, how great the Minnesota Wild are in shootouts, et cetera. You can check that out at gogonzaljournal.substack.com. Bradley, how you doing? This is where the dedication needs to come in. I'm stuck in a severe blizzard watching high school basketball and i still have time to find my way to get on to make this stuff yeah. and he did while he was in billings at the uh divisionals where the oh, red whoa, devils whoa. took second to my defense i have complained about the 515 start time <laughs> before and if memory serves me correct we had to postpone one because Oh, Tony's got a date. Oh. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was going really well. And then I got that text today. I think we're on different pages. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, what was all the signals you were sell- sending me the other day? Uh, yeah, but so you what know what? Are, What's that? What page is she on then? What? Oh, I met on face- Facebook, actually. No, no, What page is she on? Back pages. <laughs> oh, back pages? Ah. <laughs> uh. You know, I really like this girl, too, and it's a bummer, but, you know, I got a great workout in. I went for a swim, did 500 yards in uh, 30 minutes and uh, 420 calories, 420, and uh, went and got myself a a wonderful flatbread pizza, spent about $100 on booze and $100 on records, and there's no hole that the McCoys can't fill, so So, I'm I'm a relatively happy man right now, all things considered. That is right. That's why you take the advice that I sent you in that meme that I sent to everybody the other day. Meme. They're memes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like the third time you said this. We're showing our age a little bit here, folks. But uh, I promise you, we are allies of women's sports, uh, as indicated by my checking account. Uh, I used to be a season ticket holder for the uh, Minnesota Lynx, uh, but I bought the cheapest ticket basically in the lower level and then just moved down to the front row basically uh, before you get to the courtside section. And I said, well, that's not very indicative of the support that I that I want to give the ladies. So I up- upgraded this year to a courtside club ticket. Uh, I'll be a row behind the the links all season, which will be great content for our TikTok at Minnesota Foul Play by Play. Uh, I'll be at all but I think three games this year, depending on what baseball games Michael and I decide to go see on our uh, annual road trip. 
which you can also find on TikTok while we're uh, attending those. So uh, we're here to talk about the Mo- Mujeres March Madness. Uh, hey, hey! before we start this off, Tony, all right. how about let's give a big shout out to Riho last night, huh? Riho? Yeah, she, I mean, she lost, but she was great as usual. I, I, it, I, was thought, the, I it was my favorite match of the night, except for, I mean, I mean, oh, the tag team battle royale with uh orange cassidy i should have saw that coming like you know they weren't on the card but then orange cassidy and uh Danhausen filled in for best friends and they're basically been best friends with the acclaimed and they've been pushing that storyline so i i should have saw that coming but it, yeah it it was it was we kind of threw that episode together i hope everybody enjoyed it we did some great stuff on the wild though and their shootout winning ways so check that out i've got a quick blurb to tie baseball to wrestling and then we'll move into women's sports all right <laughs> read a great read a great article on the juice balls last year uh this guy was comparing he's like yeah major league baseball has just turned into the fucking wwe they're gonna freaking give this the balls you can fucking hit a mile every sunday game and then it was funny that there's a lot of speculation when judge was making the race to break the record right. or well, the, uh, the the record we all recognize, Maris's record. Well, no, I think this one should have an asterisk by it too. If they're letting, if they're pitching him juice balls, it's like he's got an advantage then. Like, it's... yeah. Well, I mean, but it's for another discussion, you, they've been changing the the, the ball, uh, the literal like uh, production of the ball changes on a year to year basis. That's the thing. It's like they don't have no. The I understand. Same it's, provider it's really fucked up though. There's, it's really fucked up if there's three different balls and the yeah. dead balls are being used at Target Field and then Yankee Stadium is getting a juice but ball. It don't matter when you play in Yankee Stadium what ball you play with. Whatever, Tony. You're God missing my goddamn point. <laughs> my point was right. You're wrong. Okay. This is two hey. days in a row that a Haas brother has told me I'm wrong to my face. And I was wrong about the, uh, the Wild. And... Uh, Calgary apparently dropped a game recently or something because Thank you. Uh, they are, yeah, four points back, I think. When it comes to did you know, I know my shit. All right. Yeah. Well, do you know women's basketball? We're going to find out right about now. Fuck yeah, I do. Mujeres March Madness is about to begin, folks. The NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament Championship game is going to air on network television with its own pregame show for the first time ever. You can watch that on ABC uh one of the cool things i found out uh that you know last year the women's tournament did not get the love that the men's tournament generally gets uh it was uh, documented by uh, instagram posts by players uh regarding the workout conditions the the gyms that the gyms quote unquote that they were uh delivered in or in their hotel rooms in order to uh, prepare for the women's uh the ncaa women's basketball tournament uh i mean they so Aflac teamed up with South Carolina coach Don Staley this year to tackle inequities in the sport. Uh, this is per the gist. And if you're wondering where a good place would be to get information about women's sports, the gist is a great one. You could sign up for their newsletters. They do a great job of covering not only women's sports, but sports business. Uh, so that's one of the best newsletters you can get in your inbox. I highly recommend it. Uh, so she made an ad with former Duke men's basketball coach, Mike Krzyzewski, who still manages to find work even when he's not working. Uh, and, Greatest uh, coach of all time. I mean, agreed. And then most of the ad spend that Aflac is spending this year is going toward the women's turning, not the men's turning. So that's awesome. So can, uh, I, can I just say this? Like, definitely, I think the playing conditions, the locker rooms, I mean, you shouldn't be 
Well, have they didn't even have teams. March Madness on the floor when they were playing the games well, last no, year. No, fair enough, because of licensing shit and making money. That's so stupid. I agree. Um, here's the thing, though. As if the women can't be mad. <laughs> they, no, they should be. They should be. They should be mad about all of that stuff. What I'm saying is, is why the average fan doesn't turn in possibly is because of the competition factor. Any because given day, UConn has been so dominant for so long that yeah, that's been a lot of the uh, the argument from men is that uh, yeah, there's not parity in the sport. Even right now, you, South Carolina is undefeated, so it seems. Can you like- name me the lowest seed to ever win the women's national championship? I couldn't. No. If you had to take a guess, what what do you think it would be? A, a four? No, a three, twice. Wow. Like, that's what I'm saying is, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to tune in. I'm tuning in for one and one only player. Caitlin Clark from Iowa. Like, yeah. she's, she's she could have a Steph Curry. She could have a Steph Curry tournament and get them to the final four. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. Like, your 15s versus your twos, your 16s, like, shit, even the, I, the eights and the, sevens. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it but seems that's like you, if you pick the, you know, the favorite, you're going to be all right. Um, there's just, I get, are there fewer athletes to go around to make the, the sport competitive? Is that the case? No. No, no, that's I would I would argue against that. This is like turning into our legal thing. I'm saying it's all connected on you wonder why the best always go to like Yukon or now South Carolina. Yeah. It's because they're the only ones getting any coverage. Right. So if I'm if I'm the best athlete, my sport, I'm gonna go to the one team where I might get some recognition. I and was gonna pose NIL the question, money. Yeah. I was gonna pose the question to you. It's nice that they're airing the championship game. Is that the only one? No, I mean they'll they'll air the the tournament games. I don't know what channel. I, I I'm sure I'll every find game out. like like yeah. the men's. Yeah, just like the men's, but I mean I'm sure it won't be on like True TV. It won't be on four different channels simultaneously. I imagine. Um, we could do a quick ch- check on that, but yeah, I they have to be broadcasted. Um, I'm, I'm assuming ESPN Plus will have a bunch of them on there if that's what it comes down to well no that's but i don't know that all of them are going to be on uh network television uh it's probably going to be a streaming service of some sort um well because correct me if i'm wrong it's only been and i would say 10 years since they've put every game on tv for the men's right i mean before it was just on cbs and maybe one other channel where you got like the main games. Yeah, it looks like ESPN is taking the bulk of the uh, the women's games and broadcasting them. So, because for an average fan, like I would consider myself, like like college basketball, I don't follow men's or women's. Um, Me neither. Not but if I'm at a Zion. if I'm a pub, if I'm at a pub, just like with the men's tournament coming on, and they'll play like the garbage play-in game. Yeah, I'll watch that because it's on the TV. Yeah, I would watch the play-in women's game, like if it was on the TV. It wouldn't matter to me. It's bet on it, then you'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's well, no, true. but that's that's the thing though is a lot of these women's games aren't even bettable. Like if you tried to bet on the Whitecaps game, you couldn't. There's just nobody else betting on it. Um, so a lot of these games will go without. And like you say, 
a lot of these games aren't competitive, so uh, they won't get betters in the first place. Um, no, you have to, to me, and I think this is the problem why I think women's sports will always struggle. It's no fault of their own. It's you have to go out of your way to like be a fan for them. Yeah, They're just be... not on regular cable or anything like that. I used to have um, to watch the Whitecaps on Twitch and Twitter. No, that was exactly. just like two years ago. It's like until they make it available like men's sports, it's going to be tough for them to catch up just because you got to be out there. People got to be able to see right. what you're doing. And it's got to be easily accessible because, yeah, I mean, if you're going to reach – especially an aging population that's the thing is most most older folks don't really know how to find these games on streaming they still rely on their basic cable packages to provide that you know their entertainment i've got i've got north dakota locals and they have one of the best stations ever called beck sports and it shows north dakota local what's funny is the only sports i watch though are the girls sports i watch the girls basketball and like volleyball mainly because i know one of the kids on yeah. which i mean th that's a sad thing you take the beauty of women out of it they are fun to watch in sports if you actually watch them i mean they are hockey i would have thought that hockey would have been the shittiest thing to ever watch women play oh no it's so much Dude, faster it's un, the ice it's, opens up because there's no physicality there's no checking allowed so it's yeah, smaller faster skaters can survive in the sport longer i've got the uh here's the tournament schedule according to the ncaa.com website only games that have already have been determined with a network attached are the final four <laughs> games so espn will air the two semifinal games and the ABC will air the championship game. All the games prior to that are to be announced. So now you See, know that's a, that's doing a disservice. That's bullshit. Because didn't weren't they already on ESPN those games? Yeah. Well, all, almost all of the uh, conference uh, tournament games you can find on ESPN or ESPN Plus. Um, I mean, th that's that's what I find ridiculous. You're what a week or two out from right this? well the yeah, sunday's <laughs> championship sunday so yeah all, all those conference championships will be excited by the end of this week uh yeah it's a little ridiculous i agree um like i said south carolina is undefeated uh but otherwise it's pretty open um they're pretty much i mean i'd imagine they're damn near a sure thing to make the final four um and yukon is good but not great they've underperformed this year um Oh, they're missing that one gal, though, that's out. What's her name? Uh, that's not Paige Beckers, is it? Yeah. She was out last year. I'm pretty sure she's out this year. Wow. Well, then she'll definitely stick around for another year. Um, I, I got a couple teams that I'm excited to watch. Uh, number 23 in the country right now, according to the AP poll, Iowa State, uh, has a maybe one of the best shooters in the game and i don't know if it's ashley jones or ashley johns uh but she shoots 36 percent uh on threes and uh number 19 ucla would be a team that i would keep an eye on uh these are you know anybody in the top 25 you got to figure is going to be like a four or five seed so these are basically cinderellas in the terms of the competitiveness of the tournament yeah uh, they've got uh, Charisma Osborne, Osborne, who is like one of the best perimeter defenders in the game. Uh, so 
those are the two Cinderella's that I I like to see uh, make it make a long run. Um, I I looked at over Stanford and Iowa and Maryland. They all seem like they have the pieces to to make a long run in the tournament. But and, Iowa, I mean, Iowa's Iowa. Caitlin Clark, like the way she plays, got a is great center too. Out of control though. To see it, like her ball handling skills are all. I mean, she. I, I hate to say it this because she plays like a guy, man. Like, well, they play basically the same game now with as many oh. threes as everybody shoots. So, and I mean, I mean she's, shooting, a... she's shooting the logo threes and stuff. Like, it's right. Yeah, no, the range that... is comparable. Absolutely. I'm rooting for Adriana Smith with the Maine Black Bears. Know nothing about them, but that's the team I'm rooting for this year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The question is, which ball are they going to play with, a men's or a ah, women's? <laughs> we did cover this in a foul play-by-play episode. If you don't know, there's a difference. There's a Minnesota foul play-by-play where we focus on Minnesota sports and provide colorful commentary on Minnesota sports. And then there's foul play-by-play where I pit these two brothers against each other in a game called Opening Arguments, and they get to argue, uh, and I get to play judge. Uh, so we'll probably have another one of those episodes coming up because it sure seems like there's been a lot of uh, – sports law news recently that we should probably cover so keep your eyes out for that you can uh, check out foulplaybyplay.com or you can get us on wherever you get your podcast uh substack uh itunes spotify you name it no this uh, girl is a stud she's averaging 17.8 points a game three and a half assists 50 percent shooting percentage who's this 9.6 rebounds a game over one steal a game. This is that Adriana Smith for the main Black Bears. And she's Kids a guard? Dud. She's a forward. Okay. I was going to say, if you're averaging nine rebounds as a guard, my God, that's ridiculous. Um, well, let's transition into a preview of the uh, WNBA draft, shall we? Um, We're just going to skip over the mixer? No, I'm. That's. I mean, that's where I'm going to start from. As I went to the mixer and uh, we had a chance to. I went to the uh, Minnesota Lynx mixer winter mixer for season ticket holders on Thursday of last week and no Monday of this week. It was it was changed due to a, a snowstorm and then we got an ice storm. So yeah, uh, that's living in Minnesota. Were uh, my Anthony? Were my eyes tricking me when I watched? When I watched that winter mixer, did I see a silver fox there that was related to you? I don't think so. Nobody out here, nobody related to me lives out here, except my aunt up in Maple Grove. Was your dad there? No. Look at the TikTok video that you made. All right, I will. I swear to God that was Rocco right in front of you. Uh, Like the head by looking at the back of his head. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Shit, Rocco went to this man." Like, lucky. Well, Cheryl, Coach Cheryl Reeve is my neighbor. She lives just down the street this way, uh, about a mile into the uh, the much nicer houses uh, outside of Harrison <laughs> neighborhood on the other side of, or uh, nearer to uh, Theodore Worth Park. Uh, she really stood out to me. Like, I I used to be that character in the crowd that like yelled at the coach to 
let Ariel play point guard as if I knew that, you know, who would be best in that position. And uh, I, I'm not going to be doing that going forward because she's a nice lady, damn it. And she knows what she's doing. She's only the coach at USA women's basketball for Christ's sake. So uh, yeah, I might, I might only be screaming. It's time for a timeout coach. And that's, that's about the extent of I'm going to be critical of the coach and the players this year. This will be a good, uh, this will be a good test for me. Like I've been a rel- rather critical fan in my, my history of fandom. Uh, and I need to learn how to be more supportive. Uh, so that, that'll be, that'll be an interesting test this year. How many times in the last few years have you divorced the Vikings? I mean, uh, well, I gave them twins? five years. I gave him the length of Kirk <laughs> Cousins contract. Uh, so I gave him five years and I said, I was going to be done uh, with them and but they keep extending him so you I mean, were you were done you were done at the hilton man after the i know game. you still got my chuck foreman hat i'm gonna need that back <laughs> uh, anyway back to the links uh mixer for season ticket holders uh what i love about cheryl reeve as our coach our team is not stacked by any means this year we lost sylvia fouls to retirement she was an all-star last year. Uh, as of this time last year, she was ranked the fourth best player in the league, which is crazy after playing in her yeah. 15th season. She averaged 14.4 points and 9.8 rebounds <clears throat> per game. And she dunked in the damn all-star game, for Christ's sake. Uh, yeah, we got Nafisa Collier back, but well, go ahead. Yeah, you're perfect. Oh, you're probably not stacked if you get the number two pick in the draft. Well, <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot more we tried to do in free agency. Like we, had, uh, and if you look at our TikTok video that I posted, uh, Cheryl Reeve had discussions discussions with Brianna Stewart, who basically had a list of three teams she was willing to go to: Seattle, New York, and Minnesota. And why would Minnesota be one of those teams? It's because we've got the best coach in the game and the best fans in the game. And that's what Cheryl yeah. says in the uh, answer. Hey, man! TikTok video. Summertime. In Minneapolis, you can't beat it. It's pretty good. Yeah, and, and that's the one thing we got going for us is at least they're not playing in winter like the Timberwolves do <laughs> because nobody wants to live in this goddamn city in the wintertime. Uh, they'll take less to go somewhere that has better weather. But, yeah, no, she uh, Cheryl Reeve said, she's like, there's no reason for these free agents of that, that caliber to be talking with us except for the fact that we have such a great fan base. We have the largest season ticket uh, holder uh, fan base in the league uh so that's, that's interesting nice. right yeah well i mean we've won a bunch of championships and then we've had a history yeah. of success and uh we yeah, do they a, had lot a dynasty with, so yeah cheryl's got done so much with so little too like we were still competitive in just about every game we played last year despite not having the pieces to do so like i said nafisa collier was out because she gave birth to a, a beautiful baby girl uh, she'll be back this year and uh, at 100 percent. and she was also at that uh mixer uh and she was delightful. Just, I mean, that's the thing you, you get from Cheryl is you don't get this from her on the court. But when she shows up for these mixers, she is hilarious. Like, she is a character. I can see why people want to play for her. And uh, she even made a joke about how Nafisa, ha- like, has never had any, you know, taken any qualms with anything that she's told her to do. She's like, I'm sure it's coming probably in year six, she says. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh out loud at her multiple times at that mixer. It was uh, it was hilarious. But another thing I love about her is she also demands her players play defense. And that's the one thing that I miss about the NBA is that 
it doesn't seem like anybody's out there really trying to play defense, except for maybe the Miami Heat, who I haven't really seen play this year. But judging from their numbers, they like to, you know, bring you down into the muck and uh, beat you at the free throw line. So uh, you got to do. No, she sounds do. like she sounds like one of my favorite Twins coaches of all time, Gardy. Yeah, I mean, hard ass, one at defense, but he did some of the funniest shit I've ever seen a manager do. Like bunts with the bases loaded. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite things of all time. The man was willing to bump with the bases loaded. Oh my God. Beautiful play. But not Yeah. Back to her. I just, that's who you were reminding me of with how you describe her. Well, I mean, it, it's going to be tough for us this year. Uh, as you, we did an episode already this year, are we tanking for Paige Beckers? And now it seems like Paige Beckers will stick around for another year. She probably makes more money in NIL at UConn than she will in her first year deal in the WNBA anyways. Um, and until that's rectified, really, there's, I mean, I don't think there's, I was about to ask, I was uh, the last question I wanted to ask. I mean, is, is there, is it even enticing to tank for, you know, a player like that? And, um, I didn't, it was, we ran out of time, but, uh, you know, and also that would have killed the mood. So I'm glad they didn't call on me. <laughs> You know, all these all these season ticket holders are very excited about the season. Are we are are we tanking for Paige Beckers this year? Because yeah. I wouldn't mind if you did. <laughs> uh, but I mean, there's something to be said for having a local hero play for your hometown team too. I mean, we've had that for the Vikings with Adam Thielen, and that's really been enjoyable. Um, who knows if that'll continue? We also discussed that yesterday in our podcast, so check that out. Um. But yeah, uh, we've got two draft picks, both of them very high. We've got the number two and the number 12, this uh, upcoming WNBA draft, which will be after the uh, women's college basketball tournament uh, in March. I'm pretty sure it's at the end of March. Uh, who will they target? Uh, M.A. Volpel, I think is how you pronounce his name, of ESPN, has the links taking Maryland guard Diamond Miller. Uh, it fills an immediate need. We have had problems filling that role for a long time even though we had the rookie of the year uh at guard and let her walk um uh dangerfield crystal dangerfield uh so and she's caught on i believe in dallas now um she's been to four like four teams since then so it's not like being rookie of the year actually secures you anything um it seems like diamond miller is a great transition player from what uh vocal rights and uh which is another thing the links lack. We are not a do you know what, ace team. It, what it does secure you, being the number one pick, is an off-season overseas playing basketball to make more money. Yeah, I mean, everyone does that, though. Absolutely everyone in the league has to do that. in order. Didn't to we talk about that, how that's bullshit, too? It's a, well, that's the matter of just, first of all, all right, here are the problems with the WNBA as it exists right now and has existed for probably the last five years. They're probably a good three years overdue for expansion. They needed they need to add two teams because there are so many great players who get drafted who don't end up on rosters because there aren't enough roster spots uh, in the WNBA for them to, to hold on. And then, of course, they end up playing overseas and find out, damn, I can make a hell of a lot more money doing this. Why the hell would I even bother with the WNBA? And that's one of the things in the last uh, collective bargaining agreement they had to uh, alter because a lot of uh, players, like even Brianna Stewart, would postpone the start of their WNBA season in order to complete their seasons overseas because that's where they were making more mo the most money. Um, 
And now you have to prioritize the WNBA. You have to be back by a certain date and with your team at a certain date um, or else you get penalized probably with a fine, I imagine. Um, But yeah, this is all issues that, you know, as a result, like you say, is a lack of exposure for the WNBA. Uh, Finally, you can see a lot of their games on ESPN. Um, Actually, the league pass uh, is a great deal. It's, I think I paid $20 for all the WNBA games last year. And it was just, I got to watch all the Vegas golden, uh, the Vegas, uh, Vegas aces games uh, and all of the road links games. And that's really all I need. Right. Like I follow two goddamn WNBA teams, which is, you know, I only follow two hockey teams, one baseball team, one football team. Um, but I probably watch more WNBA basketball than I do any sport but hockey. So, round two, pick 12. Uh, let's see, Vopal has us taking UConn's Dorka Juhas, uh, 6'5 forward, averaging a double-double, 14.4 points and 10.3 rebounds. Uh, Going to need some help with rebounding with Sylvia Fowles retiring. Um, and we don't really have a true big, a true center, like uh, – uh collier's only i think six yeah six one uh she plays taller than she is because she's super strong and probably stronger than just about anybody in the in the sport uh but i mean when you're going up against people like asia wilson and john quell jones you're gonna need that that length that extra length um because those are i mean especially asia is a really good jump shooting uh forward slash center most of them play a combination of both um so yeah having a six five forward slash center on the on the floor for dealing with large lineups is just an essentiality we got to have that um there was some discussion about the the number two pick about which guard we're going to take but i just don't see us taking anybody else besides diamond miller um it's stanford's Haley jones but she's just not a good enough shooter um and we need the 10 minute warning already wow that went fast uh, we need a transition player. We need somebody to be able to push the pace because we've only got a, we've, I, I would love to have, uh, I don't know if this is, I just want to have a small roster on the links that's willing to push the place pace because aerial powers is one of those players. And if you get her on the, uh, if you get her on the court with diamond Miller uh, and I mean, it doesn't really matter who else it is. Because they're going to force turnovers and and go the other way and and score in transition. So, I mean, it's it's been something that we've lacked for quite some time, and uh, we'll hopefully address that with the draft. Any thoughts on the WNBA draft, fellas? Yeah, I had a a question for you, Tony. Did, did you read all those bios on that? Uh, what's his name? Vopel's. Most uh, of them. Draft. I mean, it, it it's pretty obvious to me that Boston will go first. Um, and yeah. Seems- well, no, that's understandable. I was wondering if you had any thoughts on the projected number four pick from Villanova, the Maddie Seacrest girl, because her oh. numbers look insane. Right, but I mean, is she a forward? Yes. Yeah. So Ryan it's not, a, it's not an immediate need, and and if you're gonna make a, a first round pick. All these, all these players are going to play right away. Like it's not like, like I said, there's not enough teams, not enough roster spots. So uh, you're basically, if you're drafted in the first round, you're expected to start 
on a WNBA roster. Um, so I so mean, that's our that's that's our biggest hold then other than other than a center guard. guard. Yes, that guard. Okay. Yes, we've got shooting guards coming out our ears. We don't have a, a serious like actual point guard. Like Ariel Powers took a lot of that role last year, uh, and then they made uh, boy I can't I can blanking on her name because we let her go too, and. I was totally wrong about that, by the way. I, I was the one screaming for Ariel Powers to play point guard, and then all of a sudden Cheryl made uh, somebody else look really good at point guard. So uh, Ariel's Ariel's a great player, um, but she's too strong. She's too strong to play point guard, perhaps. Maybe like she's a better fit as a small forward. Um, she's so aggressive and plays way bigger than her, her size and stature. Um, as you can see from her Instagram videos, she makes men look so bad on the court it's great uh so yeah i mean it'll be nice to for her to actually be in a position where she's more comfortable like she's not she's a strong ball handler for being as you know uh as strong and tall as she is but um she's not necessarily a shooting guard either she's not a terrific shooter she can get buckets she's just one of those players that she's like over russell westbrook she has that type of attitude too like when she gets hot you just get the hell out of her way because you might get hurt um which is exactly why i own her jersey she's my favorite player on the team anywho speaking of jerseys i've got one coming for the white caps uh mike you kind of talked me into it it was easy too because there was only a hundred dollars uh so they're pretty sweet too i was looking at them as well they're they're really good looking sweaters the black ones especially um i like but uh who'd you get jenna brenneman uh bond yeah jenna um she she indicated as you will see on our tiktok uh why i love her to death she just goes without abandon at top speed and she's she has a step on you you're gonna stay a step behind her it doesn't matter how fast you are and she's not gonna stop she's gonna go right into the net and right into the goalie and she did that in a uh what was it it was a 7-1 loss to uh the the buttes uh yeah so like the whitecaps haven't won since i saw them play buffalo on february 18th uh they were so good up until then they were 10 and 2 until i showed up uh so yeah we need to start talking about it then we start talking about it we gotta talk about it because they they clinched the playoff berth anyways (laughs) it don't matter you know uh they're tied for third in the uh in the phf with the connecticut whale who come to town next weekend and i plan to go on that to that game too so hopefully aren't they fourth tony not to correct you there's a if there's a uh tiebreaker that they're uh lost but they're tied for third in points I didn't manage. I didn't bother to look at the tiebreaker because there's. It says currently that they they sit in fourth place with thirty two. Right, well, then they don't hold the tiebreaker, so they they gotta win. They they take on Boston, uh, in Boston, which is oh, Boston's really damn good. Friday, uh, there's the four p.m. Yeah, four p.m. Central. Find no, that on ESPN Plus for anybody not 4 that's cares. Central, it's they play I, Saturday at six. Oh, they do. Yeah, you're right. They play Friday too. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep my mouth stuff or quiet no, I, about numbers and whatnot. Know, like, yeah, I've I've got Saturday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Plus. Uh this is Central Times and 1 p.m. No, no, timeouts. Time people, timeout. They play for it, all you Minnesota listeners, they play at six o'clock Friday. I know they play Friday too on Saturday. On calendar. 
ESPN Plus is where you can find them. And then uh, after they play uh, Boston, they're at home to finish out the season against the Connecticut Whale. Um, you can watch Saturday at 6 p.m., Sunday at noon Central Time. Um, this is the most interesting thing that came out of the PHF, though, uh, in the past week, is uh, the Professional Women's Hockey Players Association have formed a union and are negotiating a collective bargaining agreement for a new league. Per Haley Salvin on Twitter, uh, as shared by the GIST newsletter, like I said, they're really good about uh, sending you the pertinent info about women's sports, so go out and subscribe to the GIST. Uh, this is huge because many of the top women's hockey players have refused to play for the PHF due to low salaries, poor travel arrangement, and lack of health insurance. Um, this is only going to be, and this is despite uh, it just announced in December that the PHF salary cap would double for the 23-24 season from 750000 to $1.5 million, which is a 900% growth since 2021. You, nobody's going to, you know, you say you see 900% growth. That's fantastic. Uh, but when you start at a really low number, it still is makes it difficult done for players, especially and it, the players who have held out are generally like your your national team players from Canada and the United States. So the, the best players in the world who can no, do without it and yeah, are going to be severely like, underpaid for doing for playing for the PHF. It's like the budget for some of the farm leagues in Minnesota. <laughs> the farm league baseball. I know. Like, it's, <laughs> but I mean. The growth you gotta you gotta con consider the growth. We're only yep. What, you gotta start somewhere. No, I get nine hundred percent growth in uh, two years, twenty twenty one. That's incredible. So uh, things are improving. And actually, if there's a competing league, I think it's actually great for the PHF. Even if PHF ends up being like a, a minor league for mm -hmm. the uh, uh, whatever they want to call this, the the PWHA. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it would be, and it, I would think it'd be even better if you've got like a, a competing league where both the two top teams meet at the end of the year after winning a pennant and uh, battle for a championship. That's what I'd like to see. No. Also, it allows you to uh, increase your reach uh, globally uh, because I think they've got plans, like I said, to play in China. So um, they feel like there's there's a lot of money to be there. Two minute warning. No, and I think. Just to reiterate what I think Brad said it earlier, I think hockey is the best sport for both men and women. Like if if you actually just yeah. love hockey, give me you a break. You should be watching games. women's hockey then yep. too, because God damn, they put on a good product or put out and, a good product. Like, and I think basketball would be the next one because those you know with the, the move out to the perimeter and the less less dunk fewer dunks fewer blocks you know less physicality in the in the paint it's it seems like they're playing the exact same game nowadays i would disagree though on the basketball women's college softball awesome oh that's i the think biggest, that's going to be the next biggest that's... growing sport it absolutely is that uh, is so fun to watch those girls love being there too and they are no those good softball Good softball is as good as good baseball in any day of the week. It's faster. Like, it's way faster. A base oh god, together the, the fucking diamond's so small. It looks they, scary as hell. Frankly, they play on a game. little kid's field. Yeah, yeah. Imagine being a fucking third, third baseman, baseman or first baseman. Yeah, no way. No thank Fuck you. you, man. I'm not doing that. Get <laughs> taking one. That's why they wear cages. Here. That's why they yeah. wear cages. So they don't end up breaking their jaws and their fucking, noses. I don't know. It, some of those athletes just surprised the shit out of me. 
I mean, you have no reaction time. They make fucking plays like it's in the backyard. It's, I mean, yeah. they're fucking good. Anywho, would like to thank you for joining us for this ladies-only edition of Minnesota Foul Play-by-Play. I'm your host, Anthony Barriano. Thank you to both of my co-hosts, Bradley Haas, Michael Haas. And if you'd like more of us, you can catch us on YouTube at Minnesota Foul Play-by-Play, on TikTok at Minnesota Foul Play-by-Play, and at foulplayplay.com. Also, you can check out our Substack, gogonzojournal.substack.com, and uh, find us on wherever you get your podcasts. That'll do it. I'm on Tinder. All right. Thank you, boys. Love you.